Hello and welcome to Beauty Guides Podcast. You can find us at Beauty Guides Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. We are two beauty industry professionals discussing makeup, skincare, and sometimes even self-care. Email us your beauty questions at beautyguidespodcast at gmail.com. My name is Kelsey. I'm a licensed esthetician and an esthetician educator. You can find me on Instagram at Kelsey's Aesthetics. Uh, I spelled aesthetics with an A-E because I'm creative like that. (laughs) And I'm Lauren. I'm a licensed cosmetologist and also a freelance hair and makeup artist. And you can find me on Instagram at Charleston Glam. So today's topic that we're going to go over is things that we are ditching in 2021. And those are Fiore strips and face primers. All right, we're going to go into just some questions to kind of warm up a little bit. So, Kelsey, are you listening to any podcasts or reading any books right now? So, strangely enough, the podcast I've been really enjoying is um, Bill Gates and Rashida Jones have a podcast together called Bill Gates and Rashida Jones Ask Big Questions. Um, super, oh. super funny. So, I guess because they're rich people, because Rashida Jones' parents are actors, they mm-hmm. know each other through just the rich people scene. So they are talking about things like climate change and the poverty uh, problem and um, vaccines. Um, Bill Gates does a lot of stuff with vaccines and malaria in Africa. So I didn't think I would be interested in it at all, but he's actually really insightful and has a pretty good idea of what's going on in the world. And I think that's why people want to hate him because they want to think he's just like this tech guy that, you know, shouldn't shouldn't be giving advice. Yeah. Right. There's like another side to him. And yeah, you're right. Rashida Jones and Bill Gates are not two people I would ever think are hanging out together. Their special guests are like Bono. They're like, oh, our friend Bono. I'm like, oh God, of course he's your friend. (laughs) Yeah. That's very on brand for them. I feel like. Um, my favorite one to listen to at night is I really like one called Lore, um, which he has been around for a long time. And he reads these like he it's kind of like bedtime story esque, but they're these creepy stories about folklore. Some of them are real and some of them aren't or just like, um, you know, legends and things like that. Um, but they're always really creepy. Um, so he does like a lot of like more medieval type stories too, doesn't yes, he? Yes, yes, very yeah, medieval. Um, and I think because I really like the fantasy genre, I like that kind of yeah. medieval vibe. Um, what about you? Yeah. What have you been listening to? Um, so I'm always listening to Murder Podcast. My favorite one is True Crime Obsessed, and I also started a new podcast the other day called That Really Happened, and it's got probably like a hundred episodes, but each one is like a really bizarre topic. Like I was in a call and it's just like a person talking and reliving their experience. And some of it is a little traumatic. It gets emotional, but it's just so fascinating. Is that, and, um, is, is that the podcast where the picture of it is like an eye? The, yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. I listened to that. That one is crazy. Yeah. Really interesting stories in that one. Definitely. Yeah. It goes really, really deep. So if you kind of like really bizarre off the wall topics, I would totally check that out. And then I'm also reading a book right now that I've probably been reading for like three months. I like to like maybe read twice a morning for like 10 minutes, but it all adds up. And then at the end of the year, you read like five books. So I'm reading a book called A New Earth by Eckerd Tali, and it's supposed to help you find your life purpose, but it also explains a lot the whys of our brain chemistry and why as humans, we kind of do what we do. And I always like to read about that and try to figure my own brain out because who knows? Sounds interesting. Okay. 
That sounds mm-hmm. like, yeah. I um I always like when people can explain to me why I'm so weird or why. Yeah. <laughs> Same. <laughs> um. So, are you trying? Do you have anything new in your routine, your skin routine that you're trying out right now? I just reordered a bunch of pimple patches because I have been putting them under my mask when I have acne flare-ups, and it seems to be helping me a little bit. What about I, you? I love pimple patches. I love, and honestly, Same. the way I feel about them is I really don't think it matters the brand because they all kind of do the same thing. So, of course, okay. I love K-Beauty because they're the ones that invented pimple patches, but, I mean, I, I really think you can't go wrong with any of them. There's ones that are really expensive and ones that are, like, a little more affordable, and to me, they're all the same, but I love them. Yeah, I love I them. that. Like, some of them had a strip that, like, it would put, it said, like, the claim was that, like, it actually, like, pushes it into the layer of your skin. So, so there's not a difference. No, saying. there it really can't be like pushed into your skin. Um, just having it on your skin, really what it's doing, it's doing a couple things. A, it's preventing that bacteria from spreading around. And B, it's kind of like pulling out the bacteria, the infection, pus, all of that. Um, so I think it's a great way to heal your pimple, um, to kind of absorb it of everything that's going on, and then to prevent that bacteria from spreading so you don't get more pimples. So For sure. Yeah. I have one that, like, I swear it took, like, three patches, and, like, it, it was turning really white, and there was just a lot of buildup inside of it. It was really gross. A lot of weird <laughs> stuff happens with those masks on all day. All yeah, no, day. Yeah, but that's kind of the nice thing about the mask with Maskne is, like, well, I'm going to put pimple patches on, but, like, no one's going to see it, which, I mean, exactly. I, ro- I rock pimple patches anyways. I go to work with pimple patches on like I don't care it's on my forehead I was just about to say they're kind of like flesh tone and I just don't think as pale as we are I don't really think people can (laughs) see them until they're really close up yeah or they're filled with a lot of stuff then uh, yeah change them out um well I have a new favorite serum and for me it's always kind of a big deal because I have a I have a lot of skincare. I don't know if you know. Mm-hmm. I have a small skincare store. And so whenever the way I can kind of tell if I'm really enjoying something is I'll just kind of always reach for it because the way I do my skincare is I kind of just go based on how my skin's feeling. So I keep reaching for it's called the brand is CauseRx and it's a pro, propolis propolis serum which uh-huh. pro- propolis bees make and they use it yes, on I their hive. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. antibacterial, anti-inflammatory, antifungal. It's got all these great ingredients and it's also an antioxidant. So it helps fight any free radical damage. So it's just great, great skin ingredient. So the serum, it's $28 and we love that. We love that K-Beauty is so affordable. There's not a lot of ingredients in it. And I think my favorite thing about it is it's not that sticky, thick serum consistency. Okay, thank you. That is yes. the problem I'm coming across with the Juno by Sunday Riley. Ooh, Sun, I really butchered her name, Sunday <laughs> Riley. But um, I just ended up ordering a like a bigger version of it, but that's what I don't like about it. And now I'm just going to have to buy the one that you're talking about right now. Yeah. So they started selling CauseRx at Ulta, which is great. Um, I used to buy it Ooh. on K Beauty. Um, I think we both shop at Yes Style for our K Beauty. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I didn't know cause RX was supposed to be, the name is supposed to be like cosmetic and medical together. That's why it's called cause RX. I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that until recently. And then I felt really dumb because I'm like, okay, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, but yeah, big fan of that one and I use it day and night. Um, so super nice. Really like that one. Um, do, do you have anything that was so good? You reordered it this month. I did. I reordered that Aveda cleanser 
<clears throat> that you re- recommended for my mask name. Mm. And then also I reordered that, um, what is it? Sunday Riley. I just went on a big Sunday mm. Riley haul. So I got the Juno that I'm still undecided on. And then I got um, more of the Luna as well, which gosh, I just, I'm so glad that was invented. That That's such a good product. Yeah. We love Luna. It was like the first time I've been able to use a retinol um, and really go in and not have to spend too much time acclimating my skin to it. And I find even if sometimes I use it a couple nights in a row every night, my skin is still fine. So Thank you, Miss Riley, for uh, yeah. We appreciate you. <laughs> the, the cleanser that's the outer piece um, foaming cleanser for acne. That yes, from I love yeah. it. And yeah, and the reason that I ran out of it a little sooner than I expected was because my boyfriend's nephew was in town and he was using it as hand soap. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes. I bet his hands were really clean though. <laughs> yes. Super clean. Super, super clean. <laughs> yeah. It does have that. Um, it's a pump to foam. So I could see where. That's why. Of, yeah. yeah. He loved it. I didn't realize <laughs> that he was doing it, but I saw that the soap kept being moved around in the bathroom. <laughs> and then I like saw him like messing with his fingers and like, like, pushing them together and there was like foam bubbles inside of it and I'm like oh how, how like, old yeah, is he? he really liked it how old is he uh he is how old is your nephew five, five. I was gonna say three I have no idea with kids ages uh, yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. Um, he was walking and talking yeah, and that's yeah. all I, know. I could have a conversation with him but not a good one so yeah exactly <laughs> exactly yeah so my I have nieces and nephews of I mean, from 20 something to five. So to me, nephew could be any, any age, but you know, just saying a kid, I got it. Yeah. Yeah. I also can't believe that your niece is 25 now. I remember like being in, yeah, she's, I just can't believe that. That's crazy. I mean, (laughs) same with your younger brother. So, you know, we get old, they do too. Yeah. That's wild. So anyway, what about you? Anything that you're reordering this month? So, okay. I, I am not a hair person. I really don't care about my hair. I wash it. I brush it. I move on with my life. I'm definitely a let it air dry. I don't heat style. And I don't even really buy nice shampoo or conditioner. I mean, I will because I can get them at pro stores, but I really don't care. But But you also don't color your hair, do you, at all? I do. I started last year, actually. So I made it 32 years without having to color. And then because I don't go in the sun... I just I wasn't as blonde as I wanted to be and being as fair as we are you need your blonde like kind of a a nice blonde not like a dirty blonde I think it washes me out a little too much but what I will spend money on for my hair are the brand is slip and they're silk hair ties and they're stupid expensive it's like 40 bucks and you get I think I get the skinny ones. I think I get six skinny ones. And, but it's. Are they different colors? Yeah. So they have like different themes too. Like there's like the rose gold bundle. And so I I always do. Yeah, that's definitely you. I always do like the black (laughs) and gray, like neutral ones. Um, But they don't pull my hair. I can sleep in them. They don't leave creases in my hair. So to me, because I'm an esthetician, I'm just so used to having the hair pulled back all the time. We have to have our hair pulled back. When you wear your hair pulled back, you want to like just, I feel, you know, I can feel a difference between when I'm using something really aggressive and tight and then these. Oh, yeah. And you shouldn't be using anything aggressive on your hair. That is why you always see me rocking one of those like velvet scrunchies mm-hmm. on my wrist because I don't mess around with any, even even the Invisibobble that yeah. came out. Do yeah, you remember that? Those are still painful. 
They are very painful. Like every claim they make about those things, and they're expensive. No, it's they're just, lies. Yeah, I, they're lies. Yeah. Yeah, very wise, very big lies. <laughs> well, thank God scrunchies are back, right? So we can rock them yes. and not damage our yes. hair. <laughs> <laughs> I love them. I love scrunchies so much. I don't even think like even after this round of them coming back, I'm just going to hoard them. And I'm at that age where like I'll just continue to do what I want for the rest of my life. So I will always rock scrunchies from yeah. now on. Yeah. I mean, at this point, we're not we're not fashion moguls anymore. We can dress how we want We now. are, but, we just, you know, we make our own fashion and we make our own rules. <laughs> and I'm about that. <laughs> I'm getting embroidered sweatshirts and wearing them year round. like the 90s kind that don't even have a hood on them (laughs) yes with like teddy bears on them or whatever yes oh my god I'm living for it yeah okay all right so anything empty or used up in your in your cabinet of things right now or luxuries I didn't have anything until this morning so um this morning I used up the last I used bioderma micellar water and I use this every morning actually instead of a cleanser I use reusable cotton rounds and I put the bioderma on that and just sweep it over my face. Okay. Yeah. And I have questions about that. So I use the real simple micellar Mm -hmm. water and I have been wondering like, what is so great about the bioderma? Should I be making the splurge because it is more expensive Mm -hmm. and I just don't know what the micellar water, like what's so great about it. Sure. So my cells, which are what is in micellar water are a type of cleansing agent Um, so they are removing like any dirt or excess oil. The nice thing is they don't have to be washed off of the skin because they're not in a like soap consistency. So for me, I, um, have very sensitive eyes. And so the Bioderma is the brand that I can use around my eyes and use on my eye makeup and it doesn't make my eyes sting. So I, as far as like the simple brand, I think it's fine. I think no problem Mm -hmm. there. I just couldn't stand it on my eyes. That was it. Okay. So, um, I've never, I don't know about Garnier though. Cause they like to put fragrance in theirs. So oh, yeah, I just yeah. like turn my nose up at the Garnier, my cellar water. Ew. Yeah. So Why would you even put fragrance in that? I don't know. It doesn't need to be colorful. Like they have a yellow one out now that's supposed to be like vitamin C and I'm like, Oh, get out of here. No one needs that. Yeah. <laughs> also like if it's used to cleanse your face and it has vitamin C and it doesn't that like just mean that like it wouldn't stick around. I don't know. Yeah. hundred percent. It's doing nothing. Okay. It's a gimmick. Yeah. It's another okay. like buzzword um that they're just throwing into things and then they're like people know vitamin c is good so let's put it in everything and then they don't know the difference which is right, i mean that was like, um, hyaluronic acid was yes. a couple years ago <laughs> yeah. yeah that's a hard one yeah that hyaluronic <laughs> acid like the commercial yeah. hyaluronic <laughs> Um, but you know, this is actually a really good segue because, um, we are in this industry and we see like all of the lies and, um, you know, what we were just talking about with, you know, fragrance and color and things like that. Um, and that's kind of what brought us into wanting to do this podcast. Um, so a couple, I think it was about a week ago, I posted about Biore strips and why you shouldn't use them. And I think I might've broke the internet. I think if, if it weren't for um, Bernie's outfit at the inauguration, I think I would be the big thing on the internet right now. Everyone lost their mind. So that's going to bring us into today's episode. So we're going to talk um, first about Biore pore strips. And then the second part, we're going to talk about face primer. And these are both things that we think can stay in 2020 where we're leaving the rest of our garbage, right? 2021, we're doing big things now. 
Yeah. And can I say something before you start on that? Yeah. Do you know who I saw wearing a Biore the other day? And it made me really sad. <laughs> Tell me. Chrissy Teigen. She oh, should know better. She, she has better. amazing skin. Yeah. She's with all the experts. Oh. Like, why would she doing that? I don't know. I'm so glad anyway. you like her. A lot of people don't like her, but I, I like her sort of, um, Un, unkept raw rawness to yeah. her you Same. know and I I like that she doesn't she doesn't you know because she's pretty and so she should be like pretty and dumb and be quiet and she doesn't do that and I actually I appreciate her I yeah I appreciate her a lot too I think she's cool and I think she's funny not that I know her personally, no you know don't we all feel like we know her uh, personally because she shares cause everything so much she's definitely a share yeah. good thing she has the internet yeah. I don't know who she would be talking yeah. to Especially with, um, you know, and I'm very sad to see that she lost her pregnancy, um, but she has been on a sober journey now. Very cool to see and very cool to see her being really open about all of that. So we appreciate you. Chrissy Teigen, who will never know we're talking about her. Chrissy, if you're listening. (laughs) We're we're going to tweet you later, girl. (laughs) Yes, right, right. (laughs) Okay, back to Viore strip. Okay, so let's talk about the brand. So Viore um, is actually a Japanese company that made its USA USA debut in 1997. Um, I got this directly. USAA, Uh that's what you were thinking, wasn't Uh it? Yep. So I got this information from the Biore website. The company itself actually started in 1887 by making face soap in Japan. Um, Japanese, they're like um, the French. They've been doing skincare for a while. You know, us us Americans Mm kind of just jumped on that. I know, right? We act like we make everything. No, (laughs) gosh. We just, we steal everything. That's what we're We're stealers. We're stealers. (laughs) Um, So the Biore strip is promised to, quote unquote, extract more dirt, oil, and blackheads than you ever knew you had, which I mean, sounds amazing, right? So they claim that it is the deepest way to clean the pores and it uses a bonding ingredient, which is essentially a type of glue, um, to stick to dirt and oil on the surface of the skin and remove it. And then it also claims, which this drives me nuts, it's the biggest lie, that it reduces pore size over time. So let me get into why this is such a lie. So let's talk about pores first, which are the small openings in our skin. They all contain an oil gland known as a sebaceous gland, and this produces our skin's natural oil. The purpose of the pore is allow the oil to reach the surface of our skin, and this actually is what protects our skin is this surface oil, and it also lubricates the skin. So it keeps the skin nice and bouncy and happy. So no matter what a company tells you, you can't shrink your pores. It's determined genetically. You're born with it. Your pore size is what it's going to be. However, oh my god, can we scream that through the rooftops? <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's like that's what everyone says. I just, I just have really big pores, and who cares if you have big pores? It's yeah, not like it's, people are not looking at you like you're ugly and you have big yeah. pores. Like, ew. Well, and if they are, like, cut them out of your life. <laughs> you don't need that energy. Twenty twenty one. Yes. <laughs> so unfortunately, even though we cannot shrink the pores, they can get stretched out and permanently damaged. So when you're using these pore strips, what you're actually extracting is something known as a sebaceous filament, not a blackhead. Um, And then I have a pretty good photo of this that I found on a plastic surgery website. And I was looking to um, 
actually give them credit for it, but it looks like there's watermarks on the pictures and they stole them as well. So all good there. I saw that because I went to go like, I was like, maybe I'll post it later and yeah. credit it. And I had no idea. And I was like, yeah, this doesn't belong to anybody. No, I guess. it belongs to the internet now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's theirs, bitches. <laughs> so you'll see in this picture, you'll see sebaceous filaments versus blackheads. So blackheads are very clearly like little black points, but sebaceous filaments are, I would say 90% of the time when people say like, oh, I have blackheads, they're actually looking at sebaceous filaments. They're little thin tube-like structures that are in the pore, and they're kind of like um, a channel for the oil to move from the bottom of the pore to the top of the pore. So we need them. We need them to keep our skin lubricated. Most of our sebaceous glands on the face are concentrated mm -hmm. in the nose. So this is why we have like the T-zone with problem areas, because we produce more oil in that area. Oh. So when you forcibly rip those sebaceous filaments <laughs> out of the pore, <laughs> you are damaging the pore wall. So the actual pore structure. This yeah, means, that's so rude. Yeah. That's so rude to your pore. Don't do that to your pore. Well, so now it's going to be stretched out and now it's going to get filled with dirt and now it's going to become a blackhead. So if it wasn't a blackhead before, now it will be because you nice. cleared out the natural product that's supposed to be there. So now I can get filled up with the unnatural products. So, oh, oh, yeah, so, that's terrible. So blackheads, I mean, everybody struggles with blackheads. No big deal. Um, what I would recommend instead, because that's always the question is, well, if I can't use my Biore pore strips, what can I use instead? Um, so what I would recommend is using a BHA, which is a beta hydroxy acid, um, which is also known as salicylic acid. So salicylic acid is awesome. It works to dissolve excess dirt and oil and it actually goes inside the pores to dissolve that. So it keeps the pores clear. When you keep the pores clear and clean, they're actually going to appear smaller, not actually mm -hmm. shrink, but they won't get stretched out. Um, my favorite, which I think I've turned you on to as well, is yes. the... it saved my life. <laughs> yes, yes. Say it, say pa it. Paula's <laughs> Choice BHA 2% Liquid Exfoliant. We love you, Paula. We love your liquid yes. exfoliant. Yes. Did you see what I tagged you in today? She just came out with a new yes. like CBD type product. Yeah, she has a retinol CBD face <laughs> oil. So intrigued. If, Me too. I want to know what it's all about. If I didn't already have a fantastic CBD serum and a fantastic retinol, <laughs> I need one of them to be empty before I can buy a new one. Well, when both of them are empty, that's like both of them in one. I know, but sometimes I like just having the CB... <laughs> I'm so yeah, extra. I, I, I extra. don't know exactly what you mean. You like to like tailor it. I it's do. Like your little it's, I mean, your it's my self-care, right? I sh I'm a yeah. nighttime mm -hmm. shower, so I like my self-care. Um, I also have a nighttime shower too because of yes. you. It just makes the most sense. You get it all off. You don't yes. have to like wash your face separately. Exactly. And you layer it all on. Mm -hmm. So, um, Lauren, let's cue to you. Do you have any makeup advice for someone who's struggling with maybe pores um, or larger pores or blackheads? Yeah. So basically, if you are struggling with these things, I would say to try to stay away from makeup as much as you can and be natural. But when you are ready to wear makeup, I would go for a foundation like the Amazonian Clay Foundation from Tarte. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I did pull some information from their website, which I'm just going to kind of like read through and paraphrase about the benefits of this foundation, just mm -hmm. so that I'm giving you the proper information. So it is a full coverage 
waterproof foundation that has a whipped mousse texture and it controls oil without drying the skin and sets to a matte finish. It claims to last for 12 hours without creasing or caking. And the skincare qualities to this product are the Amazonian clay, vitamin E, which is a natural preservative that also acts as an anti-inflammatory <laughs> emollient and antioxidant and mineral pigments, with, which soothe and soften the skin. Um, basically, if you're into these type of specifications, it is also vegan, dermatologist tested, without parabens, mineral oil. What is that word? Flat, flat, it's it's flat. phthalates. <laughs> Phthalates. Oh. I know Phthalates. It's, it's one of those so words really that's don't... not per, not spelled how it's pronounced. No. Okay, cool. And it's gluten free as well. We can talk later. I don't think a lot of these really matter in cosmetics. No, sometimes. actually, and I would love actually to just do a whole episode on that whole <laughs> vegan dermatology tested without parabens, mineral oil, just more of that. Some of them, some of them I agree with them, and some of them I don't. So. Yeah, some of it is just bullshit. And basically, like, they are offsetting the cost onto the consumer based to, like, yeah. get these stamps of approval. It's kind of annoying. Oh, that's funny. Um, yeah, you said some of this is fear-mongering, too. Yeah, it's definitely fear-mongering. Yeah, absolutely. And some of it's just, like, from a business standpoint. And really, you're buying expensive cosmetics that maybe cost $2 to make and everything else is marketing. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> So Kelsey, I um, listed some of the Amazonian clay ingredients mm -hmm. and I wanted to know if you have any thoughts. And then I also wanted to bring up that I didn't realize that the active ingredient was sunscreen in this, but then I looked on the website and it does um, market chart Amazonian clay as foundation SPF 15. Yeah. So um, first off, I used to work at Ulta. Um, I did eyebrows um, with Benefit at the Ulta Brow Bar. And this was the foundation I used to rock back then because this was... Same! I was obsessed with it! <laughs> yeah, this was five years ago when definitely like the matte skin was very in. Um, and I liked that it lasted all day. Um, and I've always been like a Tarte fan. I know they're kind of like the boring brand, but I, I do like Tarte as far as a makeup brand. Um, and so the reason sunscreen, if there's sunscreen in a product, whether it's a moisturizer or a makeup product, it'll be listed as an active ingredient is because sunscreen is actually considered a drug. So okay. it's not, so it then it's now regulated under the FDA. So part right. of FDA's requirements is you have to list it as an active ingredient and you have to put the percentage. So um, zinc is actually why zinc is a sunscreen. It is also used in cosmetics for pigment and coloring. It thickens up products. Um, it's a great skin soothing ingredient, and it's also an antioxidant. So just because if you see zinc listed in the ingredient doesn't mean it's acting as a sunscreen. You'll know it's acting as a sunscreen because it'll be listed as an active ingredient, if that makes Interesting. sense. Interesting. Yeah. So yeah. Um, the other thing I really like in this product is they have colon clay, which I was just about to bring that up. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So this is a clay. Anytime you're using like a clay mask or um, anything that's kind of a mattifying uh, property, they'll have this clay in it. Um, clay is awesome. So clay is really soothing on its own. Um, and this clay is going to come from where you find like um, hot mineral springs where you get like those types of mud. So anywhere uh, that's I like dream. a I want to do that. Yeah. Anywhere that's like a nutrient rich environment. 
Mm-hmm. So these clays are going to have really great nutrients, minerals in them already. So not only does it absorb oil because it's clay, but you're getting some great ingredients in it as well. So Yeah, agreed. And back to what you were saying about like using it probably five years ago or mm-hmm, so. Mm-hmm. I feel like I also used it at that time because at that time I was probably like 26 or 27 yes. and I was having more <laughs> hormonal based stuff uh-huh. going on, like different hormones than in my thirties. Mm-hmm. So I also felt like it was a really um, helpful foundation for basically when I was oily, like mattifying that out. Mm-hmm. And also like my skin was benefiting from it at the same yeah. time. But now in my thirties, I do feel like it would be a little bit more drying on me. I've moved on to more silicone based yeah. kind of like dewy foundations. Well, you, I feel like, um, you're like kind of, so I might be the queen of skin cocktails, but you're definitely the queen of makeup cocktails and base mm-hmm. cocktails. Um, mm-hmm. and I could see you mixing this with your, um, Oh God, that beautiful water, water serum. Yes. yes. Oh my God. I want to do a whole episode on yes. that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, but oh, we're making it work, but yeah, I liked it because it was a way for me to wear full coverage, um, a mattifying, product but I didn't have any I didn't get like the negative effects that I would normally get from something like like the full coverage like uh Estee Lauder double wear or something like that that was like super heavy yeah so oh to be 26 again I know and to have that skin like it is I have so many young clients from weddings and just their their skin they don't even know and I I feel like you know that part in Hocus Pocus where she's like sucking in like the like the virgin vibes, I'm like sucking in their skin vibes. Like, come to me. Yeah, it's sick. Yeah, <laughs> my my students are really young, and um, they, I definitely make like jokes and references that they all just look at me like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, oh god, I'm not that old yet. I promise. Yeah, right. I'm a millennial. Um, We're the cool ones. We are. We're your cool big sisters. Remember. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're gonna move on to face primers now. <clears throat> awesome. Okay, so the Wikipedia definition of a primer is a cream applied before another cosmetic to improve coverage and lengthen the amount of time that the cosmetic lasts on the face. And overall, primer is basically just skincare. It is an extra step that can be avoided. And if you are not educated in product formulations, your primer can actually be working against you in your makeup application. So for example, if you are using a silicone-based primer and a silicone-based foundation, you've basically created a slippery mess on the face and your makeup will not stick. And sometimes your primer can also work against your skincare and start to flake off. Um, I do see a lot of girls that come to my DMs asking why their like face makeup is beading off or like coming off the skin. And nine times out of the 10, I say, take the primer out. And they're like, that was it. It's <laughs> just crazy. <laughs> Are you talking about like, like so, pilling, like it pills underneath? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, okay. Yeah. Like, Yep, Mm -hmm. exactly. So crazy. Um, But there are times in life where you should wear a primer. Uh, Those times would be basically if you have really large pores and you need long wear coverage. Mm -hmm. And what you want to do is you want to press the primer into the pores and only put the primer where you feel like you can see them the most, Mm -hmm. Um, especially around like the nose or the cheek area. And surprisingly, my favorite primer for that is the primer putty by elf love Elf. and i love elf. love you elf 
Yes, yes, love you. And I looked on the website and see that it's formulated with squalene. Mm-hmm. And I checked in with you mm-hmm. because I got a little confused with squalene. Mm-hmm. And you said squalene. Yes, yes. So one has an A. Mm-hmm. So the squalene. Squalane is the one we want, right? <laughs> yeah. So Squalane, which is spelled um, like Penny Lane with an A, um, is uh-huh. the ingredient we like. And that's like the big ingredient that's in the all the Biosense products. Um, they love Squalane. So Squalane is an oil that actually is um, closely um, mimics our own natural oil. The sebum that we produce actually has the same components as Squalane. So it's a, it's a they mm-hmm. call it a bioavailable ingredient. Our skin recognizes recognizes it right away and loves it. Squalene, which is L-E-N-E, is actually um, an oxidized version um, that will clog your pores and your skin doesn't like. So just, okay. just look for the A, A plus, a. you're good to go. A. Yeah, <laughs> that's what we want with squalene. Yeah. I wanted to okay. ask you, so in one of your Instagram posts, I saw you using the MAC paint pot over your pimples and I never thought to do that because I use yes. it on my eyes as an eye primer because you recommended mm-hmm. it to me. Um, Mm -hmm. and I had always wondered about using it on the face. Yes. I love it. I, so the big thing, um, that was my next point is if you have a pimple, a primer Mm -hmm. will help you in a pimple, but not a face primer. You want to go for an eye primer actually. And I do like using the Mac paint pot because it's a skin color tone. Um, Uh and it's not going to move. So you can put that under your skin and um, then you can put your foundation over it. But you know how a lot of times you'll like conceal the pimple and then you go and put your foundation on it and it's moved half of it off. So. 100%. That's genius. I never thought because because concealers yeah. are so like emollient. Um, they are. So, they're a yeah. totally different skin yeah. and foundation does not stick to it. It's mm-hmm. really difficult. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. G- genius. Yes. Yes. So that brings me to my next point. Basically anywhere that you have a problem with your skin where makeup will not adhere, it might be helpful to use a primer there. I hear a lot of people say that like they have redness on their nose that they can't cover. That might be helpful in that Mm. situation, or it might be a color correcting situation, which will be a whole other topic one Mm -hmm. day. Yeah. Um, so my last point on, um, times that you should wear a primer actually goes to the trans community. Mm-hmm. A lot of times when you're transitioning and you have areas of the face that grow more hair, um, or you have that five o'clock shadow that you want to cover using a primer there and then color correcting it will be really helpful for when you're continuing on with your makeup. And you like the, um, the LA girl, right? The LA. Yes. yes. Yeah. That seems to be the big popular one for, um, let they're like orangey one and peach yeah, ones they, and yeah. Yeah. They have every single color, but that stuff does not move. And the crazy part is it's only a couple dollars. I don't think there's a lot of ingredients in it. I think it's just like alcohol and whatever pigment you're using, <laughs> um, which sometimes that's all you need. You know, sometimes <laughs> it's all you need, just the pigment, you know, bare yeah. bones. <laughs> Just literally paint the face. It's fine. It's funny. So when I was in my 20s, I definitely believed the primer myth because Smashbox, they were like the first ones I remember with like primers. And they had like, I remember the, that. yeah, they had just the one, the classic silicone pore filling one. Um, and so I was like, oh, well, I have to use this. This is what this is what I have to do. And I would use it. And the next day I would have the weirdest texture on my skin where it was just like sitting in my pores. Um, yes. So I don't like it. Yeah. No, I really just can't do the silicone primers. And then I would buy like the moisturizing primers. And I'm like, this is just skincare. This is just skincare. 
So mm-hmm. I definitely gave up on the primers. However, I, I got married last year. And Congratulations. Thank you. I had a little courthouse ceremony um, yes. the week before um, the world shut down due to COVID. Uh, yes. <laughs> so I bought the Milk Hydro Grip Primer because they were like, this will make your makeup last longer. This is, it was like a really, it was like sticky and everyone was so stoked about it. And I was so nervous on the morning of my wedding that I didn't even end up using it. So I still have it. Never been used. Um. Because I've actually heard good things about it. And I really believe in milk as a company. Mm -hmm. And I think that they're smart enough that it's just like a really good skincare step. Yeah. That's that's what I think too. Maybe I'll I'll test it out and I'll, I'll report back. I just, I really don't wear too much face makeup these days because if I'm leaving the house, it's for work and I'm wearing a mask for 10 hours. So. Oh yeah, same. And I basically use that Misha BB cream that you suggested to me, and that's it. And yeah. I just walk out. Yeah, we'll have. Yeah. yeah, we'll have to do an episode on all our favorite things and include Misha. I know. <laughs> okay, back to the um, primer thing that you were talking about, though. Like the mm-hmm. primers that came out back in the day. Do you remember that Stila primer? That it's like it looks like a whipped mousse, and it's got like green. It's like a matrix of like oh, green, the green and the pink. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It was like uh, the one step. Like the one that came out after Smashbox. Yes. It still exists, but it's such a bunch of shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like all those colors, like it is beautiful yeah, to look yeah. at, but that's not going to like color correct you. Yeah. Like, it, it was like face. one step and I was like, oh, okay, I guess I have to, I have to do it. I, all these colors I need on my face. No, I know. Like, what is it really going to do if you think about it? Because when you color correct, you need to be able to see the color on the skin. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you're changing the color, the tone of the color to then put foundation on. And so really, if you just mush all these <laughs> colors together and then you put them on your face, I don't get it. What were we thinking? I don't know. But it's really pretty to look at. It's I do super pretty it. to look at. And, you know, that was when uh, I feel like Stila has definitely fallen off because I feel like they were okay. they were big at that point, too. With that primer, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Stila, we still like you. Oh, Stila, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So the question here is, what should we do instead of primer? Mm -hmm. Uh, The biggest thing is skincare for your skin type Mm -hmm. and for the look that you are going for. So when I want a matte look or my client is oily, I use a product by the brand 10.0.6. That's very weird to say out loud. (laughs) And it's called the Seriously Shine Free Moisturizer. Um, It has aloe and bamboo in it. And Kelsey, Mm -hmm. you said you looked up the ingredients. I did. It looks like just a really nice um, lightweight product with that aloe. Um, So it's more water-based than versus like a cream base, which is definitely someone with an oilier skin type wants to go for. A lot of times people who are oily think they shouldn't be moisturizing. Um, And then bamboo has some nice absorbent properties to it um, that help absorb any excess oil. So, yeah, this one looks great. It has Kelsey's skincare stamp of approval on it. (laughs) Kelsey approved. Yeah. And the cool thing is, too, um, there's a few Facebook groups that I'm in with a lot of, like, professional makeup artists. Mm -hmm. And we all kind of write in when we have problems and stuff. And if somebody writes in about an oily client, most of the answers are this moisturizer. So if you are out shopping, it's at Ulta. I think it's mm-hmm. under $10 actually. So go ahead and pick it up if you are oily or if you want one of those really nice matte looks. Um, but then for a dewy look, I use a lot of moisturizing products mm-hmm. like oil serums and water creams. Mm-hmm. And Kelsey was saying earlier about the Sonia Rosselli skin prep that I am absolutely obsessed with. I We will do an episode in the future (laughs) breaking that down and why it's the best skin prep ever, especially if you want 
dolphin skin. Oh, it's so pretty. But Dol- um, dolphin that for- skin. That's a new yes. one. What is dolphin? Is that like glass skin? Like that yeah. smooth, shiny? Okay. I mean, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's all the same. That's so funny. Yeah. We'll definitely have to do an episode on that. Um, For me, I found like, so in the morning I'm like doing my skincare and then um, I'm like ready to go with makeup. The skin is like fresh, hydrated, nice and juicy. And then it, I'm ready to slap some some uh, makeup on it. Absolutely. That's all you need. You really do not need to do the primer at all. It's an extra skincare step that we don't need. Mm-hmm. So then on top of it, you need to make sure that your foundation is also formulated to your needs. Um, so here's kind of a little breakdown on which foundations to choose. You want to use a silicone-based foundation that is going to sit on top of your skin and that creates more of a dewy finish. Um, A mattifying foundation usually has an ingredient in it that dries out the skin. Earlier we were talking about the colon. Mm -hmm. Is it colaclay? Colon. I was going to say colon. Colon? Colon. Oh yeah, like like the, um, the punctuation, colon. Oh, I keep thinking of like the part of your body, colon, and then oh, that's same, just where my mind goes. Same, same. <laughs> okay, cool. Yep, all the same. <laughs> okay, so basically a mattifying foundation usually has something in it, like a colon <laughs> or an alcohol. <laughs> and basically there are a few different kinds of foundations out there. I'll stop using the word basically now. Oh, gosh, I hate that. <laughs> so you have liquid foundations, you have cream foundations, you have cream to powder foundations. You have powder foundations, you have mineral foundations, you have BB creams, you have CC creams. And then within that spectrum, you can find things that are light coverage, a full coverage, or sometimes a blurring coverage. And a lot of times what the blurring coverages have is a pearl peptide or Mm -hmm. a silicone ingredient that causes light to bounce off of the skin, which Mm -hmm. is a really beautiful effect. Mm, dolphin, dolphin skin, if you will. Dolphin skin, once again, yeah. <laughs> so why I want you to know all of this is because I want you to stop wasting your money on expensive primers, and instead I want you to buy a skincare product <laughs> or a luxury, yes, or a luxury product that's really going to, like, benefit your skin. Don't keep buying eyeshadow palettes and primers. They're not getting you anywhere. Like, let's work up to big girl things. Uh, it's like a yikes. beautiful concealer or an hourglass powder. Mm. Yes, let's do it. Or the, the Touche Clot one day. One day. Oh, yes! I love it. <laughs> I love Touche Clot. <laughs> yeah. So if you feel like your foundation isn't sitting right on the skin, try looking at your skincare and making sure, is your skin hydrated enough, um, which is the aspect of water, or if your skin's moisturized enough, which is going to be your moisturizer, your creams. Um, what about balance? Do you have an excess of oil on the skin? Sometimes to take care of that, you can just do a nice sweep of some toner. Um, is your skin clean? I mean, Lauren, we used to have, um, oh, should we tell everybody about our mascara Mondays? So. Oh my God, I can't believe you remember. I think about them all the time and I cringe, but I love it. Uh, yes, please tell them. Okay. So <laughs> I even remember the class that we were in. It was Mr. Smith's um, class. And so mm-hmm. it was probably some sort of history class. And we used to call it Mascara Mondays because we would cake on so much eye makeup over the weekend that and sleep in it, not remove any of it, of course, yeah. oh at all. That on Mondays, we just had to wear mascara because our eye makeup was already done. And those were Mascara yeah. Mondays. God, it's yeah. so cringy now. We're trying to be the change. We're trying. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we have to admit the mistakes we made in our past, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. 
All right. So should we finish this off with something that made us happy this week? Yeah, yeah. You go first. Okay, cool. So um, clearly this podcast, is just, like it was insane. Yeah, we're so <laughs> like, happy. I know. I literally texted, like I call Kelsey Kelso. I've been calling her that since middle <laughs> school. So it's weird to call her Kelsey. But I texted Kelso on Monday. I'm just going to be honest. I had like smoked a bowl and stuff. <laughs> and was just like cleaning my makeup brushes. And I was like, I just really wish I had the energy to figure out how to make a podcast. Like we would be so good at something like that. And she was like, that's really weird because my husband has been doing podcasting for years. And then it just like came into fruition. We were talking about it every day and we didn't have a name for it. And then Wednesday, mm-hmm. it just, it was it Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, It was um, Miss Dolly Parton's birthday was the day yes! we were named Dolly. <laughs> She's yes. our godmother to the podcast. She is. She's, she is our godmother. Oh, my God. I love it. Yeah. So, yeah, then they had a name and now it's here and we're excited and we hope that you love it and we hope we get to do it for a long time because I have really good feelings about it. And so that was one thing that made me happy. But the next thing that I'm really excited about is my boyfriend ended up winning all of his fantasy football games <laughs> this year. And basically every Sunday I have not seen him and that's like my only oh. day off. So he is taking me to Hall's Chop House this weekend. I'm so excited. Um, it's in, yeah, it's in Charleston. It's supposed to be like one of the best chop houses in the U.S. and it's oh. really fancy and cute and I just can't wait so oh, it'll be fun is he gonna wear a tie and you guys are gonna yes! look cute oh my god yes. we like never go out we're such homebodies yeah. and we're always in sweats so like I can't <laughs> wait to see him looking like all cute I just like love it's it. so it's nice so- to see when like you know as girls we get dressed up every once in a while but like when the men in our life get dressed up it's always so nice you're like oh you're, it is so you're nice. a handsome man Yes, I love it. Okay, so what about you? Well, obviously this podcast, because it's just been amazing. And I think the thing that makes me one of the most excited about it is the amount of excitement from other people. When we, you know, because we were like, would anyone even, you know, care? Like, it's fun for us to do it because we love gushing about this stuff. But to have everyone, like, the messages and it's just. It's uh, been overwhelming. Yeah. 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 People people might actually want to listen to us. So that's pretty cool. I know. (laughs) <laughs> and we have really cool people in our corner, and I'm just, like, really happy about it. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, I started a new book, um, which is going to be a Netflix series, and it's called Shadow and Bone uh, by Lee Bardugo. Um, it's young adult fantasy, which I definitely hang out in the young adult fantasy or, like, dystopia series. You're inspiring me to get back into that. Like, I oh, used yeah. to be into that, and... I don't know why I strayed away from it. Well, they get really repetitive after a while, which Mm -hmm. is the problem. Because I feel like it's always about a girl who's going to save the day, right? Like Hunger Games style. Um, Yeah. But this one, the fact that it's going to be a Netflix series. And then I have a friend who her and I are, um, we like the same type of books. And she asked me if I had read it yet. So, and I had been kind of on a dry spell of books. The last few ones haven't liked. And so I started reading this and I love it. I'm so excited for the Netflix series. I'm probably going to read the whole trilogy, which I normally don't do. If I hate something, I won't finish it. I'm not one of those people that has to finish the trilogies or whatever. Yeah, I don't get those people. Like, those are like martyr type people, (laughs) not my people. (laughs) Um, I try really hard at about nine o'clock to get off the social media Um, Mm -hmm. and reading is really helpful. And I find like I sleep better when I read at night and I fall asleep while reading versus social media. So I'm always happy when I have a book to escape to. So that's, yeah, that's a good idea. I need to hit up a bookstore. Do you like to like actually read a book or are you more of a Kindle type person? So I got to the point where I had too many books. Um, so I have a Kindle, um, plus I like the, um, 
I have the paper white, which if you have astigmatism, I highly recommend getting the paper white because it I looks, do. Yeah, yeah, so it looks like paper. So it doesn't look Ooh. like you're reading a screen. So it doesn't hurt your eyes. Um, no and then way. Yeah. I didn't even know about that. Yeah. So that's why I always stuck to books because I didn't, I can't read on screens, but the Kindle paper white. Um, and then you always get cheaper books on the Kindle. They always have these random sales on books. Um, I and- like the instant gratification of just like, being able to click. Yes. And like, get a book. Oh, this sounds yeah. great. I want to read it right now. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and it also, it has um, a backlight to it that again, doesn't hurt my eyes, but I can read it at, um, at night or like in a dark room or whatever. So that one, one's been real nice. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to add that to my wish yeah. list. That Has- sounds really nice. <laughs> not sponsored by Kindle. I just recommend yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Hashtag Kindle if you're listening. <laughs> I could use a new one though, because mine's pretty old. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Now they have ones that you can like read on the beach and stuff, which I just, I don't trust that. No, you can. You can. Absolutely. I can oh. read, I can read mine at the pool. I can read mine anywhere. Yeah. No, you absolutely oh. can. You can't, you can't do it trust. with like iPads and stuff because they're a digital screen, but with the paper whites, hundred percent. Oh, well, cool. Yeah. Awesome. We just break in Mythbusters all over the place. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> well, thank you so much for listening, guys. Um, this yes, was really fun you. for us. Uh, super exciting. Please um, go ahead and email us your questions. We love answering questions. So our email address is beautyguidespodcast at gmail.com. Yes. Thank you so much. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye.